Frank, you didn't really tell me exactly what you were looking for when you called, so I bought you kind of a gun poo-poo platter. We got you a 357 Magnum, nickel finish, six shot, eight inch barrel, 357, so you know it's got some punch to it. You put this to the back of some nigger's head, all you're gonna see is pink mist. Maybe not, maybe not for you. Old school. Walther P38, German, nine millimeter, made during the Second World War. I mean, who knows how to kill people better than the Germans, right? You know it's gotta be good. You're not a Jew, Frank, are you? I'm just asking, because you know I brought up a German gun. Um, okay, hey, maybe, maybe you're looking for something that's a little bigger, a little more firepower. Let's see what we've got. That May strike your fancy here. Huh? Is that a honey or what? AK-47, when you absolutely positively have to waste every single motherfucker in the room, except no substitute. I can see you like this, definitely. 7.62 by 39. It's an assault rifle, but it's still light. And talk about reliable, right? I could throw this off the roof. I could run this over with my car. I could bury it in the dirt and dig it up and it'll still fire. That's how reliable that is. Best mass-produced combat weapon ever made. Look at this, that fits you. Look at this, you're friggin' Rambo, man. Look at that, look, I love it. You know what? You don't even have to aim this thing. It's a spray and pray kind of weapon. I mean, what's better than that, right? Now, the one thing is, this is not a cheap weapon. This is an assault rifle, so we're looking around two grand for this. So I don't know if that's in your budget, but what I will do, I got three fully loaded 30 round mags in here that I will throw in for that $2,000. That's a steal for a weapon of that quality. Now, is this something you can afford? Yeah, I want the case too. Oh, gr hey, great. You know what? Is there anything else I can get you while we're, while we're talking about the gun? Blow, mess? I just burned my tongue. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. And see if she likes the goods. Hey, it's Abs in a Six Pack, episode 110, with barbs and meep. And unfortunately, I lost the meep sound effect. It was like the, the you know, the, like the roadrunner was like, meep, meep. I, I, I <laughs> couldn't find that one. And uh, I never, I couldn't think of a barb sound effect other than maybe like uh, somebody getting Making poked a with a needle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can Mickey Minaj barbs. barbs. Honestly, all barbs, exactly. one of my favorite fandoms, just because of how like dramatic they are with calling all barbs, calling all barbs. Oh, they're amazing. Always, they're, it's insane, the drama so in that fandom. Funny. One of the funniest fandoms. Like, K-pop fans, terrifying. Truly some of the most terrifying people I've ever encountered on the internet. I don't even know what any of that means. Yeah, yeah. You should feel grateful for that, truly. Yeah, seriously, I, the dra uh, their drama is insane. 
I got into a little joking thread with Ash Coffin during the Capitol riots, and then one of them threatened to curb stomp me. Oh, <laughs> lovely. The inappropriate time of the joke. What if we oh, kissed wow, during the ridiculous. Capitol riots? <laughs> she, uh, is, she was going to be on the show coming up, I don't know, it was maybe almost a year ago, if not six months, probably closer to a year ago. And every couple of months, I'll just hit her up and, and remind her that she bailed twice on the show. Like one time she was like, oh, oh something happened. And then the second time it was like, oh, uh, both my pet hamsters died or something. And, you know, which is which sucks. But, you know, after th- yeah. it's like comedy is tragedy plus time. And there's no comedy involved here other than me saying like, hey, what the fuck? And so she actually said today, <laughs> she actually said today, okay, let's set up a time. And I was like, okay, come on tonight and we'll see what happens. Maybe she'll Aww. pop in. That would be so sweet. Hell yeah. Hearing her voice. Aw, what a sweetheart. One of my, one of my favorite mutuals on Twitter, truly. Yeah, I mean, she is... Because it started like, I'm such a big fan, and now I'm like, I just, you're a sweetie, and I hope you're happy, was the turn of events there. Sips wine. Yeah. Feel like I, she, I guess, wh- why did she actually, she had like, close to a, she had like, shoe level numbers, right? Didn't she have like, yeah. 900,000 followers or something, and she just um, deleted her account? I completely understand why uh, now having 2,000 followers and dealing with the parasocial kind of nature of some of your simps, it's just like, it it can be mentally draining, um, especially I'm sure like on the scale that she was getting into, like that toxic relationship of just like wanting attention, but then when you get the attention, it's like nightmarish. Um, mm-hmm. People talk about you like you're an animal and it's just, it's weird and not good for your brain and I like women with big a... giant tits and big asses. Yeah. Yeah. It, so do I. So do I. Oh my god, same. I <laughs> I don't know. I have a I don't know. I I Yeah, people are assholes on the I think it's ma- I think it's assholes. the a- is probably the accent is the main problem, right? Why do you say that? Because I know a Ooh, couple other nice. people from Scotland. I don't know her. I mean, I, I, only, I only know her as an internet person, but <laughs> like... Just, it makes them targets, like, like not even compared to, like, the Anglos. It's like, a Scotswoman? Haggis. I, I asked uh, Mad Chuck, who's a friend of the show, I asked... can't understand. <laughs> sorry, say it again. Oh, it's all right. I mean, I'll talk over you like for the seventh time, but uh, Welsh accents are the ones you really can't understand, like Scottish and Welsh. Like you can't understand what people speak. Like, you know, they're speaking English, but it's, you can't understand it. Have you been to Wales? No, I've met Welsh people. Yeah. I, uh, my boyfriend went to Cardiff uh, and stayed there for a little bit and I visited him and just got into a cab um, and listened Mm -hmm. to the taxi driver. And we were just like, "Uh uh-huh. Nodding our heads. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this is the spot. And we're, like, down the street. It's, it's really... I mean, it is quite literally based from a different language. From English. Same with Wait, the Irish. Well, let me put it this way. Like, the Medchuk, who I know, who's... Uh, he's younger than me. He's only, like, you know, 22 or something. Uh, he... He... Is Scottish. He's from Scotland. And... It's I don't know. It, it, there's a problem when 
uh, Mel Gibson in Braveheart does a better Scottish accent than most Scottish people. It's a problem. <laughs> you know? It is kind of weird. That movie was like... god-awful. Yeah. The blue face paint, though. Oh, Mel Gibson. They can take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Oh, my goodness. I've actually never seen Braveheart. You're not missing much. Okay. There's there's way better yeah. Mel Gibson yeah, movies. There's a lot of good Mel Gibson movies. That one is, eh. Oh, Mel Gibson. Talk about just <laughs> becoming irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, how old is he now? He's like an old gramps now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, is he alive? Google, is Mel Gibson alive? Yeah, no, okay. Mel so Gibson. there's a movie, uh, Machete Kills, with Jessica Alba. Uh, what's the What's the woman that beat up Johnny Depp and blamed him for it? Amber, Amber Heard. Heard. Amber Heard. So it's Amber Heard, Jessica Alba, Danny Trejo is the main character. Charlie Sheen plays the president, and they call him even in the cre- in in credits. Charlie Sheen is Carlos Estevez. He's never referenced <laughs> to as Charlie Sheen. Carlos Estevez, and then Mel Gibson is the bad guy in that movie, and it's fucking amazing. It's really good. They even bust out lightsabers Wait, at the end. What fucking movie is this? This is what? Machete Kills. It's really Machete fucking good. Kills. It's on Netflix. It's it's uh this. yes, it's very good. Um, I don't want to spoil it beyond that, but it's it's a really fucking great movie. It's like uh, it's the director and writer that did Spy Kids. You remember like Spy Kids one and two and Spy Kids three D. Oh my god, I love Spy Kids. Oh, do yeah. I remember that shit? But Is that even a fucking question? The well, in Spy Kids, Danny Trejo was Uncle Machete, so it's like in the same universe. Because Danny Trejo played Uncle Machete in Spy Kids. What they did a they, Mel Gibson did a movie in a, the Spy Kids universe is insane. Well, and, and Wait, then there's, a, the, there's, there's a like Spy the two Kids or, extended universe. There's two or three. <laughs> well, it, it's it's like a it's a loose reference, but uh, he in Spy Kids, Danny <gasps> Trejo oh, plays Uncle yeah. Machete. He's yeah. Uncle Machete. Oh, oh and my then god! The, there's, after oh the Spy Kids, god. there's like two or three rated R action movies called Machete and Machete Kills. I think there's one called Machete Returns, but Machete Kills is the one to watch because it's just like, it's so campy and cheesy and violent and Charlie Sheen is fucking the president. It's really good. You're fucking right. There is a Spy Kids extended fucking universe. Wow. Uncle Machete, right? That's amazing. Oh my God. Another core memory. My entire life just flipped like up. My entire perception of existence just... Yeah, it happens to the best of us. Oh no, my eyes are turning bloodshot. I'm going on a trip. I look like I'm doped out of my gourd. So I got, I, I brought, uh, we, we are. a goddamn hot dog. <laughs> I love King of the, I love Hank Hill. Yes, timeless, timeless humor. Amazing. Only have one mistress, Peggy, and that mistress is propane. And propane accessories. <laughs> That's a good, uh, uh, that's a good voice. Yeah, well, you know, you know, I do, I do like impressions. Um, so uh, I do. I brought some. I brought some clips. I know, uh, Meep, you brought the uh, <laughs> the CNN clip. Do you want to start with that to get us in the mood of a positive, uplifting story? Yeah, I I was just like looking for stuff about like guns and gun control. Of course, if you search anything into YouTube, it's usually pro gun control. And <laughs> just like oh, shit. this fucking nine year old shot her gun instructor. I think it was a semi automatic because he, I think he put it like too automatic 
she's fucking like nine and I, I haven't watched the entire video yet just because I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm just not in the mood for like gore on a Wednesday morning. Wait, there's gun instruction instructors for children for nine year olds? Where? Which is exactly what I wanted to talk about in well, the, the fact of just like talking about like right versus left perceptions of like gun, gun ownership and gun control. Like, why are you starting your kid at like fucking nine? Nine, nine years yeah, old, taking them to the gun range. Like, fun family activity. And you see that on social media like a lot. Like, Oh, here's my family, family portrait, and everyone is Yeah, it's like guns. shooting range like, with the family. Like, you see these blonde chicks with, like, yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I think it should be politically neutral to value childhood and innocence. <laughs> That's true. Are we, and true? I don't are think... We, are we going like, to make fun of blondes all night since none of the three of us are blonde? Yeah, I'm down. I would love to Okay, do cool, that. cool. Let's do it. All right, well, here's the, here's the clip that uh, Miss Meat brought. An Arizona outdoor gun range. End of summer. Family time together. No, we have to keep that held in. A nine-year-old girl learning how to shoot an automatic Uzi by an instructor. All right, go ahead and give me one shot. All right. All right, full out of... Those fateful last words. All right. Full auto. <laughs> he just put the gun on full auto. <laughs> and he tells her that... And his left hand is holding the bottom of the magazine, where it should be on I get, sorry. somewhere closer to the top of the uh, weapon. We, I, she I looks gotta, very uncomfortable holding the weapon. I got to back it up for a second, just because this is a type of news story that needs sad piano music in the background. On somewhere closer to the top of the weapon, she looks very uncomfortable holding the weapon. And when she pulls the trigger, he loses the grip on the bottom of the magazine and gets muzzle rise and winds up getting shot. The sheriff's department says the recoil from the powerful weapon sends the gun out of her control over her head. 39-year-old instructor Charles Vaca, a member of California's National Guard, died later at the hospital. She probably hit the full auto, wasn't expecting it to the recoil that she got, and was completely surprised by it and what's control of the weapon. What's it like when the shots come out? Describe it. It's going to be like a buzzsaw going off in your hands. The outdoor shooting range, Bullets and Burgers, advertises on the highway. Stop Hold in, on. Fire a machine Bullets gun and, and enjoy a meal. And their rules fitting within Arizona <laughs> law allow children eight years old and... Bullets and Burgers? Is that what held you up there? Bullets and Burgers. Oh that is amazing. There's... There's two Fucking different stores uh, in Tennessee, like near, like where Dollywood is, uh, Sevierville, Gatlinburg area, Kodak, called Golf and Guns. And it's literally just golf balls, oh golf my. clubs, and assault rifles is all they sell. There's it's jewelry awesome. jewelry stores in Florida wow. that do that. They sell guns and jewelry. There's jewelry for yeah. stores I've seen that will sell you guns and like diamonds and stuff. Fuck I'm all for me. it. I've seen them at the Walmarts, but like, oh my God. Like, I don't know if I'm all for that, just because, like, culturally, I don't think that's helpful for literally anyone. Like, if you want What's a not gun, helpful? you go to the gun store. Um, Just, like, centering a culture around it being so intrinsic in everyday life, you know? But like, that is you're American buying jewelry, like, why do you culture. need a gun? You're going golfing, and unless it's, like, sporting, hunting with a rifle, I don't understand. I go golfing a lot, appeal. and you know what? The only thing that I could think that could improve it would be guns, because I already bring beer. Yeah. So. 
If you're gonna, I mean, it's yeah, the like most boring fucking sport. Maybe somebody culture. should die in the process. <laughs> Nobody has to die just because there's a guy. You know, I maybe I shouldn't talk out of school here. No, I meant um. But, maybe I um. I'm making a joke just because like alcohol plus bored men plus guns plus open range to me is a recipe for disaster. I mean, happens yeah. in hunting. Even if you enjoy hunting, there's lots of accidents that happen. Well, yeah, like Dick Cheney. We, kn- we learned that kids. from Dick Cheney. <laughs> oh, well, Dick Cheney shot a man. And yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite stories of all time. How the family then apologized to Dick Cheney. after. I'm sorry that I got shot in the yeah. face by Dick Cheney. It was my fault. Christ. Yeah. It's the most amazing thing ever. I love that story that he shot a man in the face. I mean, it is pretty epic. It's amazing. It's great. It just adds to like who Dick Cheney is. Yeah. You got to be careful with guys like that. Yo, 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 I got guns. I'll hurt you. I'll take you down. I'm a dangerous thug. <laughs> okay, so here's the here's the rest of the scene. was completely surprised. Oh, let me get the sad piano music. It What's it like when the shots come out? Describe it. It's going to be like a buzzsaw going off in your hands. The outdoor shooting range, Bullets and Burgers, advertises on the highway. Stop in. Fire a machine gun and enjoy a meal. Bullets and their burgers. rules, fitting within Arizona law, allow children eight years old and up to shoot the guns. I would want to see eight a little bit more old. experience from the from the girl and see that the girl was a little bit more comfortable handling single shot weapons before giving her a fully automatic weapon. The mo- okay, so first of all, my first my first child is due any day now, past the due date. Congratulations. Congratulations. And, you know, obviously, I'm going to make sure that he's shooting guns and eating pussy before he's three years old. But I hear yeah, a scene clearly. in... He's coming out swinging. That's a good father. Yeah. But I hear the scene in story like this, and I think, oh, geez, oh, man. From the girl, and see the girl was a little bit more comfortable handling single-shot weapons before giving her a fully automatic weapon. The Mojave County Sheriff's Office has determined there will be no charges, but other states have decided these accidents could be crimes. In 2008 in Massachusetts, a nine-year-old boy accidentally shoots himself at a gun show while also firing an Uzi. You think you're going to kill little mentally retarded children? Oh, don't use the word retarded, just kill them. It's all on video. But it is the show organizer, Edward Fleury, charged with involuntary manslaughter. You the jury find the defendant not guilty. Fleury was acquitted, but as a result, the victim's home state of Connecticut now makes it illegal to give or sell machine guns to anyone under 16. And just last year in New Jersey, Anthony Senatore's four-year-old son shot his six-year-old neighbor to death. Okay, Anthony Sanatori is just one. Uh, forgetting to stop the piano. Anthony Sanatori is like just a millimeter away from Anthony Soprano. Hey, you hear what I say, Don? You hear what I'm saying? Enough with the pots and pans already. I mean, you really can't blame Anthony Sanatori. He's Italian, so you really can't blame them for that one. Exactly. It's a good janitor name, though, because Italian. it's like sanitation, sanatory. Maybe he's in the sanitation union. You know, who knows? <laughs> we clean or things up, kid, yeah. if you know what I mean. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey. <laughs> Fucking bullets and burgers. Now Senatori has been charged with six counts of child endangerment. He rejected a plea deal, which included prison time. 
beautiful. I could hardly wait to try it out. Children and BB guns were once the stuff of Christmas tradition. I always had a BB gun as a kid. But an Uzi? The Uzi was designed by Israeli military industries for the IDF, Israeli Defense Forces. A gun made for the battlefield in the hands of a child with deadly consequences. Gene Casares, CNN. CNN. I don't necessarily think that, like, the answer to such a problem is necessarily, like, a legal one, just because I know that, like, pisses so many people off. But, like, culturally, there's a point made of, like, kids used to shoot, like, BB guns and shit. Like, Christ, go outside and, like, shoot, like, a fucking, My cousin like, shot me with a BB gun. And then, <laughs> yeah. In my parents' lifetime, it was typical for kids to bring guns to school. Really? BB guns? No, actual real guns. guns. Real Gu guns. What? Hold, yeah. hold, hold the phone. Hold, hold the gun. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, my parents are like 50, but yeah. I also were in the South. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking insane. And that's crazy. And there was well, yeah. Anyway, we we'll, we'll get into it. Um that was uh the sad gun portion as heard by the sad piano. Uh here's Stephen Colbert. Uh because that guy, you know, is always hilarious. He's mentally well. Yeah, he's there's he's not off the rails or anything. I find him I got a question obnoxious. for you folks. Um you ready for this? this is a personal question. <laughs> I have a question for you folks. A personal question. <laughs> I got a question for you folks. Um, you ready for this? This is a personal question. You guys ready? Yeah. Do you want to peg me right in the ass? Human. <laughs> Are you human? Are, Are you, you human? human? Yeah. Well, then the next story is the prostate upset. the G spot? I'm upset. I'm upset. We all have jobs to do, right? I'm doing my job right now. I got these cameras in here to prove it. <laughs> and after the attacks in Orlando, Florida, I thought maybe the government might do their job and pass any kind of law, even a fig leaf, to justify their existence. Well, for thinking that, I owe myself an apology. So, the, the, like uh, in Stephen Colbert's bill. universe, hey, the, the reason the government exists, according to Stephen Colbert, is to take away freedoms. The, uh, the only reason that the government should justify their existence, the only, the only way they can justify their existence, is to take away the liberties of the citizens. Fuck this guy. I mean, the from a leftist perspective, the like, yeah, like the government passes anything, it shows you that he's a moron that he actually thinks that they're they they don't need to justify their existence. They're, it's a giant entity that just rules our lives. Yeah, the Democrats are actively blocking the infrastructure bill, which is baseline what a government is supposed to do. Should be doing. Fund exactly. these public Literally, goods that minimum. are for public yeah. use to keep a country functioning. Like, actively so making so, yeah, that more difficult. Themselves, yeah. But, you know, celebrities are begging, you know... and. There is a certain level of like emotional understandability with recent shootings that like, okay, I get why you're rallying behind this. I get where you're coming from. But is that the purpose of the government? No. It just like I, by definition. I do want to come back to that, but I don't want to blow my whole load at one point. But we, we all know how I feel about the Democrats. I hate the Democrats so much, I jerked off to the Zapruder film. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I do not like the Democrats. I really do. 
But the uh, no offense to anyone who's on either side. I really hate both sides. I think it's both it's both brainwashing and it's just ugh. It just both sides have gone insane and no one makes a coherent logical point anymore. I I, I like what uh, I like what Trey Parker and Matt Stone said um, when asked about it. It's like we uh, well, first of all, they said like they were asked if they were libertarian. It's like well, that's like coming out as gay like you don't want to do that and that was their answer but they, they said like we we hate conservatives but we really hate liberals and that's kind yeah, of how, how i am I too is exactly. i hate conservatives but i really hate liberals. no that's exactly how i feel yeah like that's how i feel i'm like all right like i can still have a conversation with some people from the right but people from like the left like liberals i'm like oh my god it's i i can't i'm, I'm gonna lose it i'm gonna literally lose my mind the left yeah. also hates liberals, too. too. Oh, so oh well, yeah, I guess I shouldn't use the left or liberals interchangeably because it's two different terms. That's it's, my mistake. At this point, I would argue it's very much two different terms, especially as what the are Democratic the differences? Party itself I really don't know, is starting I use to them, like... split. Well, there's like the classical liberal, which would be somebody like, um, I mean, Dave Rubin calls himself one, but or Tim Pool too. But they like, want, really, like, foreign a, wars. Wouldn't classic liberals want like more foreign? A classical wars liberal that, like... is really like a Thomas Jefferson in my book. Okay. Other than mm -hmm. the slavery part. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I forgot Oof, about that yeah. part. Probably shouldn't forget about yeah, that. Yeah, they're part. like equal rights for everybody. Fingers crossed. But even even uh, like hands. Robert E. Lee, even though he was fighting for the South because that's like where mm -hmm. he was positioned at like in all his writings he said slavery is a moral wrong um and i i don't feel like getting bogged down into whether or not the civil war was actually about slavery i would argue it's not but like there was the uh the there was a lot of founding fathers that were doing really fucked up things with slaves but there was a lot of founding fathers and even into the civil war people like robert e lee that were against slavery well yeah, but, Thomas Jefferson was raping his slaves. Most of them were raping their female slaves. That's a very fucked up thing to do, most of them. And that's not something that's mentioned. It's like, yeah, slavery is wrong. But, like, let's talk about what these people did with their slaves. Mm -hmm. Which we, it's a very depressing topic. That's not the topic at hand. But I'm always going to have to bring that up. Um, As you should. So let's talk about <laughs> Bill Cosby. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I, I'll, I'll keep going with Stephen Colbert here and we can feel free to interject at any time. Belief to justify yeah. their existence. Well, for thinking that, I owe myself an apology. <laughs> now, there was a vote yesterday. Senator Chris Murphy's 15-hour filibuster made that happen. But yesterday, each party introduced two gun bills and all four of those bills were voted down. They couldn't even agree to keep people on the terror watch list from buying high-powered assault rifles. It's easy to feel hopeless, especially with headlines leading up to the votes like, gun control bills expected to fail in Senate on Monday, Senate set to vote on four gun control measures none expected to pass, Senate strikes deal to vote on doomed gun proposals, and Justin Bieber is set to cash in millions from his new line of emojis, Just Mojis. <laughs> now, I know that last one's not about the Senate, but it still makes me feel pretty hopeless. <laughs> I don't understand you, Senators. 92% of the budget is spent on tracks for gun buyers.
they could because an applause or laughter sign pops up in the in the studio audience, and they all have to. Oh, okay, laugh. yeah, I was gonna say it's like there's no joke. There was no yeah. joke written. There, was there no hasn't been a joke written it. on Stephen Colbert's show mm-hmm. since he was on Comedy Central with the Colbert Report. Yes, in like ten years. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I have to give. <laughs> this is gonna be the most liberal thing I've ever said. John Oliver some credit because even though he proselytizes and constantly he's makes funny. lib he's arguments, he makes mm. jokes. And I now, respect he used to. that. Yes. He used to. I'll say he used to. Yeah, some of his more recent stuff is a little more just I haven't talk, watched talk, talk, talk. But usually, no, it's just preachy. All he does, all mm-hmm. John Oliver does now is. I'm I mean, an we- Anglo, and I think you Americans are so stupid in all of your ways, even though I lived in literally one of the most fucked up countries ever. And we're just we trying to make it worse every day. We are so fucking racist, and we will not talk about it. We're just going to call oh, Americans horrible, racist yeah. all the time. <laughs> they have a royal family who still has actual colonies and actual slaves. Like, and then you yeah. want to call Americans racist. Yeah. Yeah, and they just I like, like what David Icke said. a successful like black woman in their media to the point where she just literally. wants to leave the entire country. But you know, Americans yeah, are just literally. the worst. We're the worst. We're I, I, I like what David Icke yeah. said uh, about the royal families, like because the UK started uh, this thing is like if you see racism, report it to this hotline and the police will investigate it or whatever. And he's like. David Icke was like, well, uh, we have a monarchy and a royalty that the only reason they get to rule is because of their bloodline. That's the <laughs> most racist thing I've ever heard of. Yeah. Literally, yeah. yeah. Literally. It's actually one of the most racist things. And that's what his country's built on, the foundation on, yeah, on bloodline. And they will not get rid of that. Uh, so the, no, the chat room, the chat room, let me, I, just before I continue this Colbert clip, um, well, I won't read all of this because it might. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, Jefferson did not rape his slaves. Jefferson was the founding father who tried to free his slaves, but didn't have enough money to buy out the contract. I don't know if whether that's true or not, but it, I probably that is uh, not true. Her name was Sally. What's yep. her last name? No, Meep is correct. Yeah, there was one. Sally Hemings. Yep, one I was right I was about thinking. that last yeah. name. Um, regardless of how Just you feel of like. Now we're going into like definitions of rape, but he owned that woman mm-hmm. and there's no consent in being owned. Even Sorry. if she says no, he's not going to listen to that. Even if she was saying no and didn't physically fight back and she was like, no, I eat like this. Like, well, even if she was actively was just like, yeah, let's do that. What are you going to As, as someone with a penis, I feel like somebody. I'm not qualified to speak <laughs> on this issue. Yeah, like, if um, a dude but, owns me, I'm not going to just be yeah, there's like, like no super way me, like, defiant me, at yeah. some point. This this is it's a... Ned in the chat said something that I definitely know is an actual fact. Stephen Colbert can eat a sack filled with sacks of dicks out of Weinstein's ass. Uh, yes. 100%. Yeah. Ugh, Weinstein's hemorrhoidedness. Did you see his reaction to Jon Stewart? talking about scientists and how he was freaking out and John Stewart was talking just shit talking scientists and all that and shit and was saying how the coronavirus came out of a lab and Stephen Colbert was like losing his mind. Yeah. Scientists do science. Scientists do science. Yeah, it was incredible. And he was like, yeah, I know the virus came out of a lab and like he was like sitting there like you can't say that like on my program. 
Yeah. That is yeah. weird. I don't know I mean, why that... it's... I personally, and like, you know, we, we've talked about this, it can go into quite a discussion. I don't know why it's so political to suggest that it came out of a lab. It doesn't change well, the fact that it's here. Well, when when like, we where were looking, it comes from, like, I don't it's fucking... It's a real virus. Really, it's like a real yeah. thing. It's when a we were, thing. When it's we were thing. looking at the documents in March and April of 2020, over a year ago, like a year and a half ago now, and saying, like, look, Fauci and the NIH funded the fucking Wuhan lab with coronavirus gain-of-function mm-hmm. research. We got made fun of, all of us pointing that out, even though we were looking at the documents. We were called crazy. I probably made fun of you, yeah. Yeah, probably. But now it's totally... Conf- I mean, it, it, that's... What's the uh, what's the meme? It's what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and uh, a fact? Six about six months is the joke. But yeah. um, it so that I mean that was going on, and then uh, Fauci blatantly lied about it. It like two or three times now in front of Congress, saying that the NIH didn't fund gain of function, and then the Freedom of Information Act. Uh, his emails came out and he's talking about yeah. how he's worried about, oh, well, the NIH was funding this gain of function in Wuhan and North Carolina. That might be a problem. And he, yeah, nothing's going to happen to him. Uh, fuck it. He should be... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, that's a whole other can of worms. I just didn't mean to that's get off a on whole, that. Yeah, I was going to say, talk about Fauci's a whole other can of worms. That's very true. That's, like, and well, also, that's, like, not a, that's so much to unpack. Well, not to mention that all of the media rumors about like bat soup and meat markets in Wuhan just led to abuse of Asian Americans in America. Like, oh my God, yeah, did like, it really though? The stigma. Yeah, yeah. there was a yeah. Lot New of York attack, people were getting beat up on the train. Okay, well that's where you people guys are from. Around here, Asian... that it was not happening, and there it's, are some Asians here. around. Asian grannies. We, we were, like were getting... we were ground zero. Keep that in mind. Yeah. We were dealing with coronavirus like long before you guys ever. You were. You guys like, were ground zero for but beating it was up really, Asians. Really scary. Like when nobody what knew what was going on. It was. I will argue. Like we fled the city. It was very terrifying because you don't know what's going on. You don't know how bad this is going to be. And now they're blaming like an entire like country and race for it. Yeah, it was very bad. China. China. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Just China. Oh, speaking uh, of. Have a, do you have a Trump <laughs> clip of him doing it? Speaking of China. China. Well, the Chinese China. 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 But uh, speaking of China. China. Oh, I like my cat. Oh, I like my cat. Oh, oh, oh. Because they because they cook them Chinese and eat them <laughs> in Chinese restaurants. <laughs> we were gonna uh, rescue a dog from the Korean meat market, actually. Wait, what? Uh, but now we're getting like a Shiba Inu. Yeah, there's um, a rescue that imports dogs from meat markets in Asia. What? Oh, that's great. Well, that's actually racist. Yeah, it is but great. That's that's by definition yeah, racist that is, be because so that's their culture. So you're acting like it's fucked up for Chinese people to eat dogs? Is that what you're saying? Multiple uh, countries in Asia are actively banning it, so... I Not China. Fucked up. Not, Not China. China. These, dogs, these dogs aren't coming from China. China has human concentration camps, though. So are we really going to talk about Chinese culture where they where literally we just allow them as Americans, like Biden just allows them to have human concentration camps and human organ market? market? Tell that to a tanky on Twitter. Fucking go- Google, Google and Apple... Uh, Google and Apple uh, push a super black communist li- that is okay with Soviet Russian like I like authoritarianism. But I, Wait, I love how Google, Google like, and Apple like and all these big tech companies that like are overseas in China, 
they all they all push like Black Lives Matter and racial justice. Meanwhile, they're literally using like Buddhist and Uyghur Muslim slave labor to build their fucking iPhones. And they lecture us well, about Nike's like story like made about like a cotton. family in China. Um, China? Like, oh, what is this story? Let me look it up and then I'll get back to you. Well, like a lot of our clothes are made with Uyghur cotton. Like a lot of the fucking Nike clothes and all that shit is like that athletes who preach like equal rights are literally made with Uyghur cotton, like with slave labor. Like I always say, shame on a Uyghur who tries to run game on a Uyghur. Who up how would to trigger? Uh, I can't find this yeah, fucking so story. So we're going to be talking about China. Up. We have there's so much to talk about, not just dogs. China. All right, well, let me, so far away from guns. Let me get through this. Let me <laughs> yeah. get through. We, we're we not even halfway through this fucking Stephen Colbert clip. So um, let's let's see. Are guns legal in China? Like, what's gun control like in China? Let's tie. Okay, well, I, I do have that coming up. Mao, the first thing he did. Strictest control measures in the world. Yeah, and look at what they did. Mao. Uh, it was like, what is it? Isn't it like eight times more than Hitler killed? Mao killed like 160 million Chinese people. And the first thing they did, did before that happened, record. the first thing they did was round up the guns, take the guns, which we'll come to. But here's Stephen Colbert's uh, like bullshit. He's just mojis. Now, I know that last one's not about the Senate, but it still makes me feel pretty hopeless. <laughs> I don't understand you, senators. 92% of Americans want to expand background checks for gun buyers, and you just ignore them. Since Okay, did they pull you? They didn't pull me on that. I didn't, I didn't get pulled about the expanding background checks. Did you get pulled? No. No. You might agree with that, but did you get pulled? That's no. why I hate polls, because it's like, like you ask anybody, and they're like, so many people say this, so many people say that. Who did you and, poll? Yeah, who did you ask? Yeah, probably mm-hmm. a bunch of yeah, people in New York City. And statistics in general, anyone who works in statistics will tell you that it's so easy to warp and it's very hard to find. Well, statistics are very misleading. Varied enough pool. Statistics are science. Scientists do science. It is a useful science that is now made less useful. And how Stop listening media to what Joe Rogan tells you. He's a fucking moron. Yeah. Sorry, I stepped on that clip. Damn, Joe Rogan and the Ivermectin. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't expecting that one. That one took me off guard. I'm like, I should We did we did this. like two whole episodes breaking that whole thing down. I don't feel like rehashing all that because everybody's already mm-hmm. heard it. But uh I'm I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk well yeah, we can we can it doesn't matter. As someone who uh, worked with horses, it just ultimately amuses me, the whole thing. I understand it's like a for human use also thing, but yes. the idea of people pulling paste off the shelves, I'm like, I've is that, seen I mean, that before. Is that really ha- I guess it is <laughs> happening, but those <laughs> people a, are idiots. It um, it, yeah, those people are idiots. Um, but it won the Nobel Prize happening. for use in humans as it, an antiviral. In 2016, yeah, yes. it won... There is the a, there is like a, human a Nobel like chemistry prize or biology yeah. prize. Like the yep. Yeah. Well, anyway, if people are stupid, and it's also an actual medication. Both. Are we. True. I mean, it's and this is this just goes to show that it's impossible to have a conversation about anything. And this is not any fault of any of us, but it's impossible to have a conversation about anything without COVID coming up. And doing a podcast. Oh, it's so true. Doing a podcast for almost two years now. This is what I've realized. Like when. 
our first guest was UFC heavyweight champ Pat Militich, and I was like, and this was, and I brought this up on the show before, but this was April 2020 or maybe March, something like that. And I was like, I'm so sick of talking about COVID. Let's not even talk about it. And of course, we talked about it. And now here we are, almost two years later, and or a year and a half later, whatever, and we're still fucking talking about it. I never would have imagined that this would still be going on, but here we are. It is so into everything about our lives at this point. Yeah. It's consuming. It's consumed everything. It's like all consuming. Absolutely. You With gun go... control, too. You were talking about Australia. Oh, yeah. We'll come to that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's oh, well, uh, yeah. that shit's crazy. What's going on there? Here's uh, let's finish this mm -hmm. Colbert clip because I I want to get this over with because this guy's a fucking asshole. When does eight percent of the population mm -hmm. get to have total control of an issue? That's like taking your entire family on a cross country car trip and letting grandma choose all the music. <laughs> Nana, Nana, Glenn Miller is great, but I'm gonna run a hose from the tailpipe to my mouth. <laughs> Does he have I'm a different sorry. idea for a new government? I don't understand. Uh, no, he's, you know see, what, he's, you know what, you know. he, what he wants, and because he's funded by people like uh, the DNC and, quite frankly, probably the GOP also, it's let's get rid of the guns so we can disarm the populace and be like the rest of the world. Yeah, pretty much. This is, uh, I believe, right after the Orlando shooting is when this episode was out. Uh, know what, you know what, yeah. you know what, you know what, you know what, I, I'm t you know what, I'm sorry, I know it must be hard to be in the Senate and to find common ground on such a politically fraught issue, and you know what, f*** that. I'm going to take the gloves off. Oh, he's taking oh, the gloves, gloves off. Coming off. Here we go, round one. Hit it. All right, I've I, I only listened to this once through, but I want you guys to, like, I'll pause it after each gloves off punch, and I want you guys to rate these on a scale of one to ten as, as a, politics aside, how funny are these since this is a late night comedy show, air quotes. Oh, I hey, Senate, my dog accomplished more than you this week when it rolled over and licked its nuts. Congress, my dog accomplished more than you this week when it rolled over and licked its nuts. What are we rating this? Mm, six out of ten, because dog licking nuts is always funny. I don't care who. Oh, I was gonna say two out of ten. I'm sorry, but a dog licking balls is just always funny. It's not that. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not a it's, dog person. No, it's not because of him. It's because dog licking nuts. Yeah, but like no, no, no. I humans licking yeah, nuts is way funnier than dogs licking nuts. Oh, you're fucking right. Yeah. Auto fellatio. It gets a four out of ten now. All right. Hey, hey, Senate. I've seen bugs trapped in amber move faster than you. Uh, That's Jurassic Park reference. One out of ten. All right, trapped bugs trapped in amber don't move. Yeah, I mean this is. And the crowd goes wild. Hey, you guys think a terrorist watch list is when you put Homeland on your Netflix queue? That's amazing. That is the fact that people laughed at that is. Oof. You guys think a terrorist watch list is when you put Homeland on your Netflix queue? Hi. That hurts, man. Wow. It's too much of a thinker. This guy gets paid way too much for this shit. 
Yeah, you know what? I think I'm a comedian. You, you might as well ask the gun lobby to check for a hernia as long as they've got your balls in their hands. <laughs> Another balls joke. Balls okay, all right, here we go. What do it's you rate that one? It's time to give Zoomers late night comedy. What do you rate that one? Mm-hmm. Three. Three. Nah. Neep says three. I'll say like a four. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right. The comedian has spoken. Yeah. <laughs> That's, listen, balls are funny. The, it's balls are funny, like human balls, but to me, just none of them, like whoever is the writer, maybe he should get any writers. Or That's why Nicki Minaj is winning the culture war right now. She's because she's an amazing writer. She's an amazing she's rapper. She's an amazing funny. artist. <laughs> she's been she torched she torched like, Joy Reid so bad that they that they fucking had to suspend her from Twitter for a week. I think she's I still know, suspended. Regardless so of how you feel about the issue, God is that tweet about her cousin so fucking like the whole thing is so hilarious. good. And, and my favorite part we're, we're, we're about there. to get back yeah. on vaccines, but holy shit, that my favorite part was all the uh, the trial data that came out with Moderna where it turns out that actually yeah there was tons of cases of people's <laughs> false swelling up and it turns out like they Moderna even admitted that was happening and now like nobody's going to apologize to Nicki Minaj I guess but it's so funny Ugh. yeah I'm glad I got Pfizer my balls are still Democrats swinging hell yeah heavy. you got those fresh balls oh I have to fucking unstick them from my leg right now Ugh. Every, okay. every time I post something on Instagram now, because they have these tags that you can put in, I put stay home and get vaccinated because those are like the top two tags that like automatically li- when you put like a sticker on your uh, not tag, but sticker like stickers you put on your post, you can put stay home and get vaccinated. And I put those on every post, even though I not have no intention of doing either of those and have never done either of those. Are people except so my funny. like parents still staying home? A lot like, of people is that, are people still quarantined. Oh, I know wow. people. I know like people are idiots. Like anything that the TV tells them, they just do it. Well, okay. Yeah, like off. you know, my parents have like actual like reason to stay home, and I encourage them to. But like, I work every day. Most people I know go out go outside every day now. They go places. Yeah, I've been working as a bartender. I'm like working <laughs> nights. The curfew was yeah. like lifted, and like I've been like working nights till like five a.m. Like life is normal again. Yeah, in New York City, things run, are hella but normal. Nobody escapes the needle. Yeah. See you later, inoculator. Are you vaccinated, Barb's? That's yeah, a, I that's HIPAA violation. Yep. HIPAA violation. Where's my buzzer? <clears throat> Party foul. HIPAA violation. <laughs> oh yeah, violate me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's what I said when I got the Pfizer vaccine. To my amazing. Oh, yeah, violate me. Penetrate me. I really wanted to like have like a fake seizure and freak everyone out, but then I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> Oh jeez! Oh, what the heck's like, going on around so, like, here? So people, like, so people like took like videos of it. You made me ugly laugh, you meanie. Well, luckily this is a happy. audio podcast, so the ugly laugh doesn't translate. I don't think I'm... she could be ugly. I just stalked to you on Twitter. I'm in Twitter jail, but I stalked her Twitter. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. I'm, I'll follow you. You're also you in two very hours gorgeous. And they let me so. Two hotties on one podcast. Whatever shall the world do? 
Bring yes. me 15 hookers now and get the drugs ready. Yes, you oh, man. I love the sound Just, effects, dude. Sorry. Who was it anyway, that used to be on control. the man show? Which one was it? Jimmy Kimmel, Doug yeah. Stanhope, Joe yes. Rogan. The man cave. They yeah, all I know Joe, Joe Rogan, but it was Jimmy Kimmel. Like, what happened to, like, I don't know, late night show people actually being kind of, like, funny? Not that the man show was peak humor. You knew like, it was I all going downhill like, when one on. of the most unfunny people in the history of Saturday Night Live, Jimmy Fallon, had to spend an entire 45 minutes on his show, the late, sh late show or late night show or whatever. Jimmy Fallon spent 45 minutes apologizing to the NAACP about when he wore blackface on Saturday Night Live 20 years prior in a skit where he played Chris Rock and Chris Rock had written the bit. And he had to. I know, uh, it's so fucking, so fucking stupid. It's honestly, it's incredible. Would it have been Chris Rock apologizing then at that point? Like, obviously not okay, uh, but like... Is it, is it not okay? Was it not okay when Robert okay. Downey Jr. did it in Tropic Thunder? I think that was more than okay, because it was making fun of people who do that unironically, like Justin Trudeau. Yeah, Tropic Thunder was well, that was Tropic the point was of, of what the they were doing, thing. is like, yeah. it was noted that he was doing blackface. Like in the yeah. movie, right? Like in uh, Always Sunny like, when the they do fuck? Lethal Weapon remakes. We talked mm -hmm. about this with Bird on the show. There. Was it the same with that Jimmy Fallon sketch? I don't. I fucking don't watch SNL anymore. So I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know that. I I don't watch like I watched Norm Macdonald like recently. I watched a bunch of old SNL because of Norm Macdonald, like old Celebrity Jeopardy. But I'm not interested in looking at Jimmy Fallon's time on SNL. But Jimmy really Fallon's job on SNL was just to, he was the guy that couldn't keep it together and laugh at everything, which by definition, yeah. like he's like, he was the, la he was the laugh track audience of the show. Like every, no matter what they were doing, he couldn't hold a straight face, which does make you want to laugh. Uh, like when like, Bill Hader would play Stefan. guest. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the point of that skit is that they're purposely trying to make him laugh. Yeah. 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 Well, John Mulaney wrote Stefan. I'm so yeah. hot right now. I'm so hot. Oh, it's not hot. So hot. Okay. So hot. Anyhow, Oof. late night show show hosts are not the end all be all of what our opinions should be. She makes a good point. Sorry, though. I was shooting my AK over here. I'm very torn about how to like feel about guns as an American. Just because, like, I do agree with the leftist take that Karl Marx himself said about, um, what is the quote? Under no pretext should arms and ammunition be surrendered. Any attempt to disarm the workers must be frustrated by force if necessary, just because people should always have the ability to have a revolution. What year did he say that? Like the current state. 18... But I don't have a year on the quote in front of me. It's in my Google Doc, dude. Well, anyway, so my point is that he basically just ripped off Thomas Jefferson and Ben Franklin and those guys. and Well, yeah, because they came before a, him. That's the nature yeah. of, like, philosophy and theory itself is that you're always building off of those people. Yeah, but he, he just took... the first to admit most that. Most people, when they build off of it, they take something good and make it better, and that guy just took something good and made it worse, in my opinion. Well, I also... Well, sure, if, if you agree with the entirety of, you know, capital in general, but I also agree with the Second Amendment. 
because I think those two concepts coincide. You should always have the right to rise against your government. I do question, however, how possible that is in the current state of the United States. There will never, and I really honestly believe this, there will never be an armed revolution of the proletariat, of the common people in the United States. Look at what happened I with agree. Area 51. 100%. Where people realize, oh God, if we tried to rise against our government, they're going to drone us. People in the army don't no, give a shit. They call you civvies on their Facebook pages and on their Reddit threads. They don't give a shit about civilians. They will kill yeah. you with drones and mass killing weapons and a lot of other things that we probably don't know about. We are never going to overthrow our that government. Don't even, we don't even know what exists. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I agree with the Second Amendment. But at this point, I, I want a gun to prepare for the fucking apocalypse at this point. Not for revolution, in case the entire world around me collapses, which in collapses. my lifetime, with the way the climate is going, it might. Even not just the climate, just politically. Everything might I, just collapse on itself. That's I could why spend, I I could spend another five hours on the climate. We can't talk about the climate. It's sure. like the vaccine thing. It's like... um. I don't need to. I don't need to red pill you on that many subjects in one night. You know. I think it's politically neutral to suggest that sending uh, coal and fossil fuels into our atmosphere is not good for anyone, regardless if you think the atmosphere is thinning. Pollution is a bad thing for humanity. Yeah, the, it is I not good to breathe bad air. Yeah, Taking I think care of pollution the is like pollution and like plastic dumping in the ocean and yeah, shit. Is like the garbage, horrible. It's killing our horrible. ecosystems. Cutting and they, down the and, but they distract us with carbon emissions. Bad. Like exactly. the the big corporations say, oh, carbon emissions. Even though plants use carbon to breathe and grow bigger, and well, I, turn it into I'm oxygen, very, um, they distract us with carbon. When really, like mm -hmm. the the plastic dumping and just the all kinds of like horrible toxins they're dumping in the air and water. That's the problem. It's not fucking carbon. You want to talk about, like, climate change? Burning all of the plastics is such a massive contributing factor also. Even if we stopped using fossil fuels, we would still have to confront our plastic use, which is petroleum, which is gas. It's all connected, and, and it's driving. all bad. And drive everywhere in America. Drive which is everywhere just, in, America. in my That's opinion, bad for human beings. I love living in a city and being so connected to people, and I grew up in a 100%. kind of more you know, rural, foresty area. I like being able to go outside in nature when I want. I think population density is actually a good thing for a social species yeah. like humans. And everybody should eat bugs True. and live in pods. Duh. Opposite. Opposite. Not eat bugs, live in pods. Take care of your community and support local farms and build communities around that. Which go See, brings us back to gun control. Eat, eat, eat bugs, live in pods, people. But it, because it brings us back to gun control because uh, local farms in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Florida, the uh, SWAT teams have, like, at gunpoint, arrested farmers for giving raw milk or selling raw milk to their neighbors. I hate that shit. Yeah. That, Wait, that are you serious? fills that's, that's fire into my stomach. Government bullshit. Oh, my, that's such... Government interference. Raw milk, raw cheese, illegal. The FDA said so. 
Awful. Uh, do, you did say you did say burnt. I know you said burning, but it sounded like Bernie. So that brings us to the Bernie clip. This is Hillary on Bernie. On average, ninety My people king. a day die from gun violence. That is thirty-three thousand people a year. That's the magic number right there. A little thirty-three. Thirty-three thousand. You got the thir- Hillary works in the thirty-three there. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. That is thirty-three thousand people. A year. As Steve said, a very significant majority of both American citizens and gun owners in our country want to see common sense gun safety measures passed. We cannot go on like this. If anything else were killing 33,000 people a year, we would be mobilized. When challenged on his gun stances. He frequently says, well, you know, I represent Vermont. It's a small, rural state. We have no gun laws. Here's what I want you to know. Most of the guns that are used in crimes and violence and killings in New York come from out of state. And the state that has the highest per capita number of those guns that end up committing crimes in New York come from Vermont. So this is not, oh, you know, I live in a rural state. We don't have any problems. This is, you know what? Easy to cross borders. Criminals, domestic abusers, traffickers, people who are dangerously mentally ill, they cross borders too. And sometimes they do it to get the guns they use. Yeah, they cross borders from South America as well. <laughs> I, lo- I love how, like, yeah, interstate a, borders. Interstate borders, interstate borders interstate are, like, borders. really, know, like, we have to secure the border between Vermont and New York, but not the southern border. the border we got to worry about. That's the border we got to worry about, dude. I'm like, why, why are they, like, getting stuff all the way from Vermont when all of, you have to go from New York City to, like, upstate New York? It's a different state. Like, yes. State New York yeah. and like New York yeah. City are different states. Truly, They're two different states, a hundred percent. It's like literally north and south, but the south is upstate New York. Yeah. Also, Every... horrible Bernie Sanders yeah, putting I was his about to say... home state that he governs like <laughs> in danger. The third happiest state in the United States. I know. States. He's like, every, gun, every gun crime. Away. Every gun crime that's happened since 1962. Every gun crime since 1962 that happened north of Georgia was Bernie Sanders' fault. I didn't know if you guys knew that, but... Yeah, everything bad in America yeah, right now fault. is Bernie Sanders' fault, is, like, the current Democrat narrative that just drives me fucking nuts. Like, well, Roe v. Wade Bernie being Sanders challenged, fault. Bernie's fault, because he dared run against Hillary Clinton, the mm-hmm. least popular candidate to run in a very long time. In Definitely time. not her own yeah. fault for being completely and utterly unikable and having horrible campaign strategy. It's definitely Bernie Sanders' fault. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God. She's married it's to all Bill Bernie's Clinton. fault. That's like, his fault that she's continued to marry to Bill Clinton. I know, like, d- it's, it's the, the king is up. Fault, actually. I learned but, that it's Bernie's and Orange Man's fault. That's yeah. what I learned these past four years. That's all kind I, of I went like, to voting school and all I learned was... We don't talk about the Orange Man here. Oh, I'm so sorry. 
Yeah. Oh my god, did you it's see verboten. that clip of him talking about so burkas? Uh, let's be nice. Oh my yeah. god, it it let's felt like nice. a stand-up routine. It was one of the funniest so freaking things oh, no, I've his, ever so since. His, all his his rallies have always been a stand-up comedy routine and funnier than most so stand-up comedy. Great. Like go back go oh, back and watch a, when he was so debating like Ted Cruz and Jeb Bush, and you will laugh oh my so God, hard. He's like so good at riffing, yeah. I mean, he would just he. He, he, I like Rand Paul. He fucking tore Rand Paul a new asshole. It was crazy what he was doing. Like, he accused, he accused, I mean, he accused Ted Cruz's dad of being one of the JFK assassins, one of the snipers. Like, he, I mean, really, like, in a presidential <laughs> debate. I mean, it's um, amazing. Ted Cruz was a Zodiac killer. Wasn't he one of the first people who would, like, yeah, I think he's, do you remember, like, do you remember when he, he tweeted a picture of his, um, I can't remember exactly what he said. I'm not going to do it justice, but the, he tweeted a picture of his wife, uh, Melania, and Ted Cruz's wife, who's like a fat yes, cow. Yes, I remember. And he said, a I picture speaks that. a thousand words. And that was the whole tweet. And fucking... Oh, God. It, I mean, this was like 2015 shit. I mean, he was crushing it. He's a funny... Mo I mean, he is hilarious. No, he's and really funny. I have a lot of problems with Trump, he's but as far as really entertainment funny. value goes, there was no. there's never been a president in my lifetime that was anywhere near that good. But if you go yeah, if you no, go back to so early funny. American uh, history, like way before um, anything besides the printing press existed, really, it was like uh, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, like we're oh yeah running hit pieces against oh, each other. Like John singing. Adams is a hermaphrodite oh, and he yeah, fucks his mom true. and shit like yep. that. <laughs> so funny. Yep. No, you're that's right. Just, that's just the American way. It's the yeah. American it's tradition. The American political it's way. the human way. Smear campaign. Yeah. Human way. All right, uh, guns. Uh, okay, so Chuck, you guys know who Chuck Schumer is? Oh, Boy, yeah. do I. Yeah, so he did a I like thing. Him a lot. What Amy a great Schumer guy. Uncle, a great comedian. Jimmy, Jimmy uh, Kimmel has, and Stephen Colbert have both come out publicly saying that Pelosi and Schumer help write their bits, which is explains why they're not very funny. The legislation are we are talking about. Stand-up comedy, like late-night comedy. Yeah, and Bill Maher doesn't do that as far as I can tell, and that's why he at least has some autonomy. But uh, Kimmel, in particular, Yo, has dead. talked about how he talks to Pelosi and Schumer on the phone before every show, or not every show, but Jesus before shows. Christ. The legislation we are talking about will do three things. First, close, uh, require the nah, states nah. to send the information they have about felons, spousal abusers, those adjudicated mentally ill to the federal government, and if not, face a penalty, but if you do, you'll be compensated for it. Second, we are urging the Department of Justice to survey all 50 states and find the best standards and put out best practices for involuntary commitment. And okay, you get the idea. The, the only reason I even brought that clip is because in that same press conference, uh, Chuck Schumer's cousin comes up. You know who that is? Amy Schumer. Yeah, the they comedian. are cousins. Yes. For me, the pain yeah, I should I'm actually wait, getting wait, props oh, for oh knowing God, that because wait, a lot of people what? don't know what? that fucking oh Amy God, Schumer is Chuck Schumer's that. cousin. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. This <laughs> yeah, explains so much. Oh, my God. That explains so much. 
That's why yeah, someone man. so fucking mediocre can get so fucking successful. Like, yeah. When I think of mm-hmm. exactly. I give you a I think of that, that bitch. Yeah. She's the epitome yeah, I think of, of Amy fucking Schumer. mediocre. Oh Mark Norman God. used to fuck her. Mark <laughs> Norman used to date her. The comic Mark Norman used to fuck her and write for her show. The fucking just Mark the Norman the is kind of funny, but Amy Schumer is never maybe the laugh. nepotism of the entertainment industry is one of my life's biggest black pills. Honestly. We're gonna have to talk because I can get you on a lot of black pills that are gonna blow that one out of the water. I mean, it directly affects my own life though, just like my career. It's like, will I ever become successful because I am not related to someone rich and successful already it's just a never-ending cycle of them giving each other opportunities bloodlines throughout history there's been bloodlines passing down wealth uh i mean you know you it's it's always bad form to bring it back to the jews but uh, yeah there's been bloodlines and everything and i will die on that hill who reagan reagan Reagan. yes yeah, I mean, he was not great. Just everything that started just becoming like hyper late stage Dr. Dr. Fauci happened under him. So yes, and to to get to your point, and I don't want to get stuck on this, but Dr. Fauci under Reagan with Reagan's uh, go ahead, they are the reason that vaccine manufacturers are not held liable for any yeah, damages yeah, that their products cause. Vaccines, I was gonna say. That was Reagan. I do think that's Reagan. wrong. That's Reagan. It was under Reagan that yep. he said that you can't sue. It was because you uh Something to do with like Rockefeller as well, and like yeah. medical uh, schools and shit like that. It had something to do with that, but it was all under Reagan. Like, yeah, I'm not, and I think I'm... where we are now with the vaccine issue is probably their fault at that point, then, because the fact that they weren't able to be held liable and accountable if something did go wrong is why people don't understandably trust Big Pharma and they're still now. Not. Because they're still why not liable. should you? Yeah, yeah I feel why like people should would feel you? more comfortable if you could hold a vaccine of like manufacturer liable. I feel like people would feel a lot more comfortable with getting newer vaccines like the coronavirus vaccine. Back in my academic You can coffee. sue McDonald's for yeah. the hot coffee being spilled on your no, dick. You can sue McDonald's. But you can't fucking sue a, a, a vaccine manufacturer that permanently paralyzed you or, you know, gave you Bell's palsy or whatever the fuck. Around um, the very rapidly advancing times of say like 30s, 40s, 50s, Science was very approached in a publicly owned kind of approach. Scientists was- <laughs> do science. But actually, that's how it used to be because people were constantly questioning, constantly questioning each other and weren't afraid to question, no, this is wrong, or like it wasn't nearly as business and private profit oriented to where you can't even sue a vaccine company now and anybody that comes out and says something negative is automatically met with vitriol instead of like, why don't we just investigate it and potentially fix it? it Twitter mean and that you Facebook have to ban it entirely. Way before COVID, Twitter it. and Facebook were banning people for posting the warning insert that you can get with the MMR vaccine, measles, mumps, rubella. If you unrolled that whole huge thing where it says it can cause permanent blindness, death, paralysis, all the stuff that the side effects list says for the MMR vaccine, if you, for a while there, Twitter and Facebook were banning people for posting the actual warning label that came with the vaccine upon request. Mm-hmm. That's fucked. It's Big Pharma. Big Pharma that. doesn't just run CNN and Fox News. They fucking run the social media companies. 
What year was this? When did this, like, what year? Did 2017, 18. Back when, remember when, like, every, it was like, oh my god, uh, there was a cruise, and, uh, like, six people got the measles. <laughs> it's like that. Okay, yeah, when the like news, it was like, like pre-COVID, like literally less than a year before COVID, I guess mm -hmm. it was. Everybody was yeah. like, oh my God, the measles, the mumps. Ooh, ooh, get your MMR. It was the was trial run for the outbreak, current thing. outbreak in Hasidic yeah. communities in New York. <laughs> there was actually a couple in not Hasidic communities because they don't vaccinate their children either. Right around Crown Heights and like old Williamsburg. I remember that was like a thing that was happening. Like 2018, I think, or like 2017. Yeah, and Cuomo, the uh, maybe the, earlier, the Hasidic Jews were super against Cuomo because he was trying to force the shit on. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I promised. Yeah, we I promised, were here to talk I about promised guns, myself, and now it's. Um, I promised myself I wouldn't talk about guns. I, I promised myself I would talk about guns, and promised me I would the talk about. The vaccine is going to pop guns. up no matter what. It's like it COVID. is. It's, it's like, like impossible it to avoid the shit. But it is co yeah, so. But uh, it's, yeah. Anyway, um, well, Amy Schumer. If you got the vax in, like, well, Virginia, did... wait, speaking of, if you got the vax in Virginia, they were giving, or, like, somewhere downtown, they were giving you guns. That's kind of cool, though. That shows you kind of American culture. They were I thought Virginia was I don't know if that's guns. necessarily cool or not, though. I don't know. I think. it's. I mean, it's better than what they were doing, where it's like you get a Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah, I think that's like. Are you fucking kidding help. me? Krispy Kreme people, like, donuts. In, in they were house. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they're the gun offering people money—it's like even in uh, what is it in Canada now? Oh yeah, I see the hundred dollar like get... gift card every day yeah. on my commute. Yeah. I mean that's. Oh yeah, in New York, they get hundred dollar gift uh, cards. Yeah, that's like the Amex gift card. They're they're literally paying people to get the shit, and people still aren't getting it, and that should tell you something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, what but, I was going to say about guns, to bring us back to the topic that we're supposed to be talking uh, about, yes, um, like uh, just giving out guns, like, I feel like even if you are pro-Second Amendment, I do think it's something that should be approached with respect for what it is. Like, I think the sentiment... Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Like, you should still <laughs> respect a weapon. I respect a kitchen yeah, knife true. when I cut carrots. I could still cut right. my finger off i'm not flailing it about willy-nilly and even i actually do have a knife and sword and sharp objects collection that i love very dearly as a new york resident who can't it. collect guns like i don't fool around with those i keep them locked away and safe and in their little holsters and uh, i think the american gun culture that we've created is just consumerist nonsense and not actual gun rights no, fair like enough. An expression you have a point, of gun though. rights. You are it's right. Just, it's just like glamorization of, look at this expensive of thing that I culture. bought, and I'm such a powerful yeah. man. Look at me shoot my gun, and I couldn't put you, a decal yeah, no, on it. Couldn't you say that you about literally ones. anything that anybody ever Actually, buys or purchases in any regard, though? Well, yeah, we live in we live in late stage capitalism where it's consumer culture, and I was literally participating in it before I went. I was doing online shopping at Target. It's unavoidable, and you're gonna people are gonna do that with anything. Anything mm -hmm. they collect, anything that's a collector's item, anything that helps them feel more feminine, more masculine, more confident. Mm -hmm. I don't like you it get pink in guns. any sense. You get pink guns, guns which like... I think is amazing. Mm -hmm. You get pink bedazzled Swarovski, like crystal engraved guns. It's, it's incredible what they do now. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I want one. But I also understand where this glamorized, hyper-consumerist culture that we've created... You know, I do see that as maybe connected, well, 
only somewhat connected no, you are. It to is connected. the Parkland. You and, you know, I'm from Pittsburgh. I remember when the synagogue shooting happened. Oh, Why does it keep happening right. so often in America? Yeah. And yeah, our mental health issues are so screwed up and people are so lost, especially without universal Well, we have a gun issue kind of the size of the mental health issue. Yeah, and it's we like, have a gun issue. Uh, I don't have the answer to that, you know? I think the Second Amendment should remain and be protected, and any legislation that you actually take against it would require an entire constitutional convention because it's literally in the Bill of Rights. That's what a lot of people don't it's understand, is the that any legislation that's put down... The Supreme Court that we have right now is automatically, you know, it's conservative at this point. That's why we're worried about Roe v. Wade. They're going to be like, eh, eh. nope. <laughs> so it's it's complicated. I, ugh, um, I hate both sides in it, but like, it's complicated. You brought up more wine. mental health. And, like, no, help yourself. $36 a bottle. Please enjoy it. Sorry. And I mean, there's definitely a connection. No, it's fine. It's just, um, she, um, you brought up just mental health and mass shootings and why they happen so often in America. And it's kind of like, I think this was said on like Rogan's podcast um, or somewhere where we have like a gun issue disguised like a mental health issue, which is kind of both. Mm -hmm. Like I can't get a gun because I was held against, like I was in like a involuntary psychiatric hold. So for like seven years or something, it pops up on my background check. So I can't own a gun. Even in a Republican red state like Florida, I've tried to get my license down here and they're like no you gotta like wait and like then you gotta like do some program or something to show that you're like psychologically stable so there is some level of gun control already in place however a lot of these mass shootings do happen by mentally ill people and not to sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist or a crazy government like hater which who i am but a lot of these people that a lot of these men actually they're mostly men they are men that men mass men shootings. it is a man men. problem it is a man thing. They are on antidepressants or they were on antidepressants or they were on some kind of SSRI or some kind of pill. It's like, like more than 99% uh, of mass shooters pill. were on SSRIs. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. It's like usually a male, a uh, white male that's an outcast on SSRIs. Like I have a joke where I talk how, oh, I'm not on school shooter drugs anymore. But like, it's, it's really... <laughs> I'm on school shooter drugs. <laughs> There you go. Good thing you're not a man. Good thing you're not a man and you yeah. live in your city. Um, but there's a lot of connection with it, with mental health being the problem, with these men being outcast. They feel uh, isolated by their peers. They hate women usually. Um, so I think, and there is already some gun measures in place. I don't know how much more we need. Someone like me who's been who is crazy, quote unquote, on paper, which I am clinically crazy. I can't get a gun, which I think that shows you they work because like someone like me can't get one. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sorry, just to interject with that. Yeah, well, I'm mean, saying that there already is control in place. Yeah, is there is control in place. And also like the mental health like is so connected to that, where I think if we're going to talk about gun issues, you have like gun control issue, you have to talk about what happened. Well, what happened? What was it? Um, under Nixon or Reagan or what was it when they just like both the right and the left decided just to like stop funding like psychiatric hospitals and stop funding yeah, hospitals Reagan. and just like literally mm -hmm. it was Reagan. Yeah. Both the left and he the right have everything. a idea of cutting funding from mental health. And that's kind of where it went downhill and people who are mentally ill, who do need to be medicated, who do need to be under the control, who do need to be under supervision in mental health hospitals and facilities who can't be living on their own were then sent out to the streets and like a violent, violence problem grew and like there's no funding for it. And as someone who's been through that system, it's really just like, 
okay, we're going to throw you in for 72 hours. You then have to pretend to the doctors you're fine, so they let you out on some kind of drug. Yeah, Pretty the right it. be like, help our homeless and our veterans before the immigrants. Radio silence on... It's on mental health. Yeah. 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 Veterans, Radio silence on anything that will actually yeah. help those people, help. which is yeah. government public funding. I'm sorry. You can nag like, them about jobs all you want, but... Sorry, if you want you can't talk about veterans quote, without unquote, talking clean. about mental health. Yeah. Yeah. You can't talk about helping veterans or veterans affairs without talking about mental health and helping. Yeah. Like there's, it's not existent. No help for veterans that come back for like their psychological needs. Hey, Chris Kyle Oops. was a goddamn hero. <laughs> I do need to yeah, the uh, guy who invented go to underwear. sleep soon. <laughs> Just a heads up. Yeah, I let's, have to wake up I, very, very early tomorrow. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to wrap it. I mean. I have. Oh God! Yeah, I I'm did. So glad that you like to keep it safe. Wait, but you're having a baby. No, you don't like to wrap it. You're a goddamn liar. I'm wrap it up, well, but not wrap it. Baby. Yeah, wrap not, rapid fire. I guess is what I should have said. I have a ton of clips left, but I'm at least going to get through this Amy Schumer one and maybe some Killer Mike. If you guys are down, we'll wrap it. I have, I, I have way too many gun clips left. <laughs> For me, the pain I share with so many Some other Americans here. on the issue of gun violence, it was made extremely personal to me on Thursday, July 23rd, when John, I'm not even going to say his name, when this, when he sat it's down for my movie, Trainwreck, at the Grand Theater in Lafayette, Louisiana. <laughs> Two lives were tragically lost and others injured. And I've thought about these victims each day since the tragedy. We'll never know why people choose to do these painful things, but sadly, we always find out how. Uh, keep in mind, Chuck Schumer is standing right behind her through this whole, behind Amy Schumer for this whole press conference. Well, they're both the How the shooter got their gun. And it's, it's often something that shouldn't have happened in the first place. And today's push makes so much sense because it seeks to address the how. We need a background check system with holes, without holes and fatal flaws. We need one with accurate information that protects us like a firewall. <laughs> the critics scoff and say, well, there's no way to stop crazy people from doing crazy things, but they're wrong. There is a way to stop them. Preventing dangerous people from getting guns is very possible. Uh, yeah. Well, he, he went to wow. see your movie. How dangerous is he? Come on. I don't know if I feel nearly as bad for her and that movie situation as much as i feel bad for area ariana grande and the manchester thing the bombing oh well that was Holy horrible shit. yeah i would be, I would be yeah, that... so fucking traumatized after that yeah that was absolutely like, I feel horrible. for ariana yeah, was, like, making big... yeah absolutely you weren't there amy you weren't you weren't there. there you were like in your you were just in the LA. movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and one thing They're on the screen, they look at you. You don't see them. You don't see the people, Amy. Yeah. I, like, Ariana Grande was literally there, had to be like escorted stage, off stage. Yeah, no, that's so that's traumatizing. Then she, to, then she dated Pete Davidson. So that's even more traumatizing. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. That was, yeah. She Fucking was Pete Davidson. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. I forget about uh, that guy until every time, until somebody reminds me and I'm like, oh my God, that guy. Yeah, he. Oh, I'm obsessed with him. I'm obsessed. Are we going back into mediocre celebrities again? Speaking of mediocre celebrities. Are there good celebrities anymore? Like, they're all dead. Like, Norm just died. Jesus. There's Uh, some. uh, So, okay. So, I want to 
I'm, I'm going to have to skip over all the Pierce. I have a ton of Pierce Morgan clips where he talks to Ted Nugent, Rob Lowe, Ice T. Pierce Morgan. Uh, yeah, Pierce Morgan. Like after Sandy Hook, Pierce Morgan made it his life. I might put him at the end of the show, or we can do a part two to this another night. Whatever you guys want to do, but it, Pierce Morgan made it his life's mission after Sandy Hook to just tell all Americans that owning guns was a bad thing. So he had Ted Nugent on. He had Rob Lowe on. He had Alex Jones on, which I have a good amount of clips from that. Why is Rob Lowe an expert on gun control? Why is Rob? Why is Pierce Morgan an expert on gun control? That's also true. Why is Pierce Morgan? That's the other question you should ask. I mean, Rob Lowe and Ted Nugent and Alex Jones have a bunch of guns and shoot them, so that makes them at least responsible gun owners. Allegedly, Ice T. Okay, fair enough. I didn't know that. Um, but but then there's Ice T, and then I have some Killer Mike clips. Who I love, Killer Mike, uh, Bernie bro. Uh, he, oh, yeah, man. he is. actually, I have some, and I have like some clips on the history of the racist history behind gun control in the United States, where they outlawed it basically to keep slaves down and the, because the black, black Panthers. Panthers. Was, yeah. All that, Panthers even before the black Panthers, to, like the LA state building. Damn, exactly. I had some, I had some yeah. good stuff. We'll have to, well, I, I almost think we should do a part two to this because I have some good stuff lined up still, but, um, Let's do a part two. I'm down. Why don't we wrap up two, now but... and then save the clips? Yes. I will save all these clips other than. Uh, this I just have to close out on this because this is timely uh, to the, this week. Hi this there, a- Americans. It's that was my pad Thai. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, this is from a couple years ago. Uh, Australians, it's cracked YouTube video. A bunch of Australians doing a PSA on gun control. Hi there, Americans. It's us, Australians. G'day, mate. All 23 million of us got together to say, Americans, we're worried about you. We're terrified for you. Because with what we hear about gun violence in America... We hate to say it, but you Americans live in the scariest place on Earth. Which is insane, because we live in Australia. Have you even heard about Australia? Our ecosystem was clearly designed by the devil. We've got three kinds of man-eating sharks. Poisonous octopuses. Snails with venom so toxic there's no antidote. And all that's just our oceans. Crikey, mate. You ever seen a firewall? Because we have those. Every day. Everywhere. But the things we read about America... Like that there are more guns in America than there are Americans. Or that more than 60% of gun deaths in America are by suicide. Or that America had 994 mass shootings in a 1,004-day period. And that was after Sandy Hook. That's 994 shootings with at least four victims apiece. Look it up. Fair dinkum, mate. We couldn't get used to danger like that. And our spiders are so big, they eat birds. And our birds are cassowaries. We're just six foot tall murderers. Because Australia gives God nightmares. Of course, Australia did have one horrific mass shooting in 1996. And we came together as a country to tighten our gun laws that year. We also bought thousands of guns back. And that made mass shootings here virtually non-existent. And Australia still didn't make guns illegal. Oh, we still accept the risk of some gun owning hoon going off like a frog in a sock every once in a blue moon. But overall, every Australian gets to feel safe. At all times. In any state. Yeah, we have those too. Whereas there are American states that loosen their gun laws after Sandy Hook. And your federal government's doing nothing about it. That's why Americans... You know, how, I hate to pause it. You know how, how Sandy Hook is just always the talking point? No matter what... Okay, yeah. so let me run... Okay, let me run... This is where I'm going to just give a go full uh, tinfoil hat. But if you look at it through not a conspiratorial lens, but the lens of history, whether it's Mao's uh, CCP, Mao's communist uh, 
leadership of Mao, uh, Stalin in Russia, Hitler, Nazi Germany, even way before that, yes, they all confiscated the guns first off, but first they had to get the citizens afraid of guns and blame gun violence as a pretense to yeah. do it. So it's mm-hmm. not, I, and this is controversial, but it's not out of, I, it's not outside the realm of possibility, especially since the, um, techniques have the techniques have evolved of of the techniques of tyrants have evolved since then i would imagine it's not outside the realm of possibility that uh governments would create these types of crisis in order to implement gun control laws i can see where you would come from with that but i do think that sandy hook happened and that children did die yeah yeah it happened sandy hook happened and children did die and it was a cia hit squad of probably four dudes mowing them down i don't buy the nobody died at sandy hook bullshit like these people die yeah our government isn't they they could kill kindergartners they 100 they do it overseas they can do it on their own yeah they don't give a shit who they're killing about overseas yeah but i i question like that take but I mean, I, I, I do, I do, I mean, see, I'm a reasonable person in the middle ground. I never say that nobody died. I never say that nobody died at a school shooting. I say they did die, but they were mowed down by dudes in full body armor. And you can actually listen to teachers even at, uh, not just, what was the, uh, the Parkland shooting? Uh, you had, uh, multiple teachers and students saying that there were dudes dressed in full body armor, multiple shooters mowing people down. I'm not saying nobody died. I'm just saying it was probably a fucking government operation. Yeah, anyone who says that or there's actors or anything like that, that's like wild. I agree with that. But like, it's definitely not outside the realm of possibility that because it could be a CIA op, it could be FBI, it could be our own government because it's happened time and time again where 30 years later you find out like what our government was actually doing like behind the scenes and working and having people brainwashed and having someone as a patsy and stuff like that. So like, I know it sounds crazy, but like, yeah, these are mass shootings that happened. Could they have been orchestrated by something other than the media told us? Yeah, absolutely. Is it sad? Kindergartners and children died. This should never be happening where children should be dying. That's, I think it's a neutral stance where I don't want children to die. I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. I don't want kids yep. dying, whether it be gun violence, drone strikes, exactly. bombs, coronavirus, vaccines, anything. I think that's children shouldn't be dying. That's all. Like, yeah, and, definitely. And, and Sandy Hook is always the thing they use because so many because children die because kindergartners died. It's like the baseline mm-hmm. for anything in a gun control conversation since 2012. It was Columbine before that, and then Virginia Tech, and then and uh, Sandy Hook. And to take it back to this video in Australia, even though they bring up Sandy Hook, the they, the Aussies are using, like, oh, we had a mass shooting, and then we all came together, uh, allegedly. I'm Not everybody agreed on it in Australia, obviously. And uh, we all gave the government our guns. And whether or not that shooting was orchestrated by the Australian government is up for debate, but the undeniable fact, and nobody would argue this, is once Australia gave up their guns, what happened? They lost their freedom of speech. You can get arrested for offensive social media posts. Now the government can not only read your all your text messages, they can you take over your social media accounts. This came out like within this month. The government is now able to take over anybody's social media account. If you organize a protest against the COVID lockdowns, you organize a protest against the COVID lockdowns, the police will beat your door down. 
they are arresting people for uh, just protesting the lockdowns. They've totally shut down, like, uh, Victoria, New South Wales, huge parts. I know some people there, like Sir Chris Wilson. They have shut down Australia, and and, and they are, I mean, today they were shooting unarmed civilians. Uh, so it's like, Jeez. I mean, it, I think it was with rubber bullets, but the videos were out all over the place today. It, it, the point, and those those were just peaceful protesters saying like, we don't say, rubber bullets can still really, really yeah, but hurt and they yeah, were just standing there saying, we don't want to be locked down. We don't. We want to be able to go to work. We don't want to shut the entire city down because one person that was 102 years old literally was what happened. There, there was in Victoria, they shut Victoria down for two weeks because one person that was 102 years old died of COVID. Well, yeah, you can't supposedly died of COVID. So, like, th- this is my point. You give up your guns, like Australia did, you get what Australia's getting. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'll get off my soapbox here in a second, but I think we should next time talk about the racist background of gun control and go through some killer Mike clips and uh, Pierce Morgan. Oh, and- I, can I send you stuff for that? Cause I have so yeah. much shit for that actually what happened with the black Panthers and uh, how yeah. the NRA kind of can do whatever they want. But the moment that black people had guns, they in- instituted gun control. Yup. Yeah. Sorry. Hell, I'm not well, energy, I, this, I mean, this, I, uh, this flew by, I, we could talk about, this for like a lot longer and i have we have plenty more clips and uh articles yeah, and stuff to go through. let's do a part two you got y'all down will sound better y'all down for my a part two will sound better yeah meep you down for a part two, two l- later on yeah let's do it yeah let's do it cool <laughs> um she has a very you have a very cute voice by the way as someone oh, who thank you like a man <laughs> well you both have nice voices but she has a very cute voice it's my bimbo voice. I love it. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, yeah, Hitler, uh, by the way, Hitler did nothing wrong. Oh, no. No, no, no. That's how I usually end the show. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll edit that out. Here we, here's, the, here's how I usually end the streams. Here we go. Strong bed. Okay, so until next week, leave me alone. This has been Abs in a Six Pack, episode 110, and uh, that was Meep Existentialist on Twitter. Yes, like the And Barb's vs. the World on Twitter, who is ban- like banned like Nicki Minaj, right? You're... I'm in jail for, for a couple hours still, like two hours. All Barb. Uh... Calling all Barb's, man. <laughs> Call all the Barb's. Call all Barb. That Meet should us. be your first tweet. Meet us. Uh, and, uh, Ash, Ash Coffin might have to be here for the next round for this conversation of guns. And I think Metis, Metis, who's in the chat and is a firearms instructor, might want to hop into. Um, Let's do it. People in the chat are saying he needs to be here. But uh, yeah, Let's have you you guys yeah. haven't been looking at the chat throughout this episode, have you? The chat room? I don't see the no, chat. No, I don't think I have good. access to good. it. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good. Probably for oh, the best. Oh, no. What did Why? they say about me? <laughs> Probably oh, no, for the best. What did they say? Oh, uh, just yeah. Oh, it's two women talking. They don't like that. <laughs> yeah, stupid, vapid bimbo. I'm gonna come to your house and face fuck you until your mouth bleeds. Like women and... aren't funny. This, oh, <laughs> women are not funny. 
You're only good for oh. sex. Be my trad wife. <laughs> ooh, ooh. We're just holes. So we're that's just actually holes. the most holes. That's actually the most scientifically accurate thing I've ever heard, probably. Science. <laughs> Scientists yeah. do science. Scientists do science. <laughs> yeah. It's true. No disrespect about the word bitch. It's yeah, awful. but I don't mean bitches in a disrespectful way. I mean it as a general <laughs> word for women. Yeah. I'm so yeah, I call women bitches actually. too. It's all good. Yeah, same. <laughs> all the right. Most, uh, I'm the most misogynistic <laughs> anti-misogynist. <laughs> so, uh, last episode when Dick Masterson was on, was talking about him when he was on Dr. Phil as a chauvinist when Dr. Phil was interviewing him. And I was telling him my wife actually agreed with a lot of the things that uh, he was saying on Dr. Phil about how women are all whores and just want your money and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, of course your pregnant wife is going to agree with that. Because, like, what pregnant woman yeah. wouldn't want a raging misogynist as a husband? <laughs> I'm butchering yeah, what he said. But he's I like, yeah, of course. Money. Yeah, women do suck. They are all they all are horrible and morons. Yes, I want to make money. <laughs> he, said, 100%. he said, I'm butchering it, but Dick said something like, he's like, yeah, when your wife goes to work and people ask, like, aren't you worried that your man's going to cheat on you? No, he actually hates women, and he's around them as least as he possibly can be. It's like, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I like women. They're all right. Oh, and uh, no, shout out I, uh, to... I it's... agree. Women are whores. I want men's money. I will yeah. You're Jewish, right? Give me their money. Yeah. Queen, go off, Queen. Bring these 15 hookers now and get <laughs> the drugs ready. Uh, so I got to give a shout out before we close this out to it's mint, mint salad of the void gazers. Uh, she made the episode for the Dick Masterson last episode and she made the artwork for tonight's episode. And it's Ooh. the three of us with big tits. I love that. What? A, I love it so much. Yeah. It's I need so big tits. Cool. I don't have them in real life. I wish I, I, I wish I looked that amazing in real life. I have double D's, but they're not quite that big. I have double D's now, thanks to this uh, artwork. Hot. So yeah, thanks to Mint, she'll be uh, her art will be linked and uh, everything to find. Meep and Barb's will be in the uh, in the show notes as well. And let's do a let's do a part two. We can get some more people in, and I'll actually be able to maybe get yes. through some of these clips. We time flew by. I had so many gun. I thought I didn't have enough gun clips, but turns out I had way too many. I know, and you I'll send some over about more. the Black Panthers. Yeah, yes. that'll be a good one. Yeah, I hate Marvel movies, but I'm still I'm I'm down. So. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'll, thanks yeah. for inviting me back. We'll do it. Uh, yeah, I'll, we'll be thanks in touch. We'll do again. a we'll do a sequel to this, and oh, yeah, we'll uh, yeah, do it next week. Sure. Yeah, we'll do it next week or something. I have a bunch of days off from work, and I'll Hell have my yeah. audio equipment extra, like my actual microphone. Awesome. Hell fucking yeah. Hey guys. Bye bye, everybody. Bye. bye, -bye. Oh, that was the gun show. <laughs> oh, God. Well, dummies, you just wasted another amount of your non precious time listening to abs in a six pack. When are you going to stop? You know, there's very few of you. If, you, if this is like a hands-on-a-hard-body thing of trying to figure out who will be the last person to actually listen to this show, it's a lose-lose proposition. 
By the way, he asked me to do this. The head moron who makes the show. <laughs> ha! The secret is, I think he's the biggest moron of all. It would indicate that you're a bigger moron for listening to his show. However, I think somehow that's not true. He actually is a bigger moron than the rest of you. Anyway, go outside. Read a book. Ride a bike. Take a walk. Go walk a dog. Go kiss somebody. Whatever there is, I can think of one million things to do better than listen to this dumb, crummy show. Abs in a six-pack. Well, I bet for most of you, you're half right. <laughs> this is Master Shake. Do something with your lives.